0: Good morning, it's Tuesday, August 24th, and this is the Herald Reviews podcast, The Daily Chirp. We're excited to bring you a closer look at one of our top stories, events in the community, local history, sports, and more. Today, Cochise County Sheriff's Deputy Bobby Zavala is the NACO Elementary's first school resource officer. He's also the second Cochise County Sheriff's Deputy to work as a school resource officer. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Did you know that Eusebio Francisco Kino, known as Father Kino, was a Tyrolean Jesuit, missionary, geographer, explorer, cartographer, and astronomer born in the Holy Roman Empire. For the last 24 years of his life, he worked in the region then known as Pimeria Alta, which was modern-day Sonora in Mexico and southern Arizona. He explored the region and worked with the indigenous Native American population and proved that the Baja California Peninsula was not an island by leading an overland expedition there. By the time of his death, he had established 24 missions and visitas. Today, you'll find all kinds of things in Arizona named for him. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. Benson Hospital's comprehensive rehabilitation team strives to get you back on your feet and improve your lifestyle, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy. For more information, visit BensonHospital.org or call 520-586-2262. Now our feature story. Cochise County Sheriff's Deputy Bobby Zavala is the NACO Elementary's first school resource officer. He's also the second Cochise County Sheriff's Deputy to work as a school resource officer. To him, this is truly a blessing. He absolutely loves it. NACO Elementary School Superintendent Tim Maiklin said that he'd been trying for two years to get someone like Zavala to become the school's first SRO. But there was never any grant money available at the state level to make it happen. That changed about a year and a half ago when Arizona Superintendent of Schools Kathy Hoffman visited the NACO school and was struck by a poster created by first graders during the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. The poster read that the first graders had a dream that we could get rid of all the guns and drugs. And when Hoffman went back to Phoenix, she saw there was a need for way more school resource officers out in the country. She took some of the federal money and made it happen. So I think for, for us to have a really strong school year and to have confidence in what that school year will look like, we need to go into the school year knowing it's going to be completely different, it's going to be hard, we're going to have to rise to the occasion and work together and, and over-communicate with each other about our needs and our, what, what do we need to feel safe, what kinds of accommodations do we need for our teachers and staff to feel safe, for our kids to feel safe. And it's going to take a lot of work together as a community to get there. That's when Maiklin embarked on a search for an SRO. It was challenging until he heard about Zavala. The veteran deputy said he received a call about the job at the NACO school while he was living in Phoenix with his family. Zavala said he had been a full-time deputy with Cochise County since 2010, but became a reserve in 2019 because he wanted to pursue a graduate degree. But after discussing it with his wife, Zavala decided that coming back to Cochise County was the best thing. So, he became a full-time sheriff's deputy again, a requirement to be an SRO, and started his new gig at the Nako School in mid-July. Meklin explained that the need for an SRO at the Nako School has a lot to do with its location and the demographics of the area. Being on the border adds a different dimension to things. They're in high poverty, and they're extremely rural. So, the fact that Zavala is a Bisbee native, who is also bilingual, improved the situation. Meklin said that someone coming here from Phoenix or Tucson just wouldn't have the same understanding. Zavala said he wants to teach these young children that law enforcement here in the United States is here to help, here to protect, and here to serve. And so far, the majority of the students have responded favorably to Zavala's presence, as have many nearby Naco residents who have told Zavala that they feel safe that he's at the school. In the afternoon after school lets out, Zavala sees to it that the same youngsters who cross the international border without an adult get accompanied by him to the port of entry. Most days, he must make the same trip five and six times until all the children have gone home to Sonora. The daily walks to the border, like teaching the classes on Arizona law, have created a special bond between Zavala and the children. To learn more about Zavala's amazing work, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, we're inviting seniors to a free webinar on Friday, July 30th with Dr. Rob Winningham, an expert on aging, on how to maintain and improve our memories. To register, visit momanddaddeservethebest.com. Again, that's momanddaddeservethebest.com. Next, after serving as an assistant on the Buena Volleyball team, it is Brianna McDaniels' time to shine. With longtime Buena coach Todd Bradbury stepping down as head coach, McDaniel has been promoted. Now McDaniel is focusing her efforts on building the program. She's played the sport since she was 13, and for her, volleyball is a way of life. Those close to McDaniel would describe her as a tough, hard-nosed coach who is focused on the task at hand. The Colts host their Blue and White match on Thursday, August 26th. Buena's regular season begins on Tuesday, August 31st, hosting Marana Mountain View. Next, an event going on that you should know about, brought to you by our sponsors, Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative. You are probably spending a lot more quality time at home these days, keeping you and your family safe. And that can present some opportunities that you usually don't experience. Like maybe (laughs) laughing together at a funny movie, or screaming together at a scary movie, pitching in to make a special dinner, or maybe you're keeping in touch with friends and relatives and other places on your devices. And it just so happens that many of the activities we're sharing with each other are made possible by electricity. At Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, we know that you are depending on us, both for fun and serious needs. And we want you to know that we're here for you day and night, sunshine or storm, easygoing times or trying times like now. Making sure you're getting the power that you need every day to meet your needs. For over 85 years, through all kinds of tough times, we've been there for our members. And even though you may not see us, we're here for you now. Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, owned by those we serve. Bisbee artists and crafters have been busy creating art pieces from used books for the Altered Books event on Thursday. These one-of-a-kind creations will be displayed at the Central School Project from 4 to 7 p.m. The number of attendees is limited to 36 people at a time, and masks are required. All proceeds benefit the Friends of the Copper Queen Library to pay for free books and programming for our Bisbee community. Also, we're excited to announce that the Herald Review Media team has just launched a local e-commerce website specifically for Cochise County businesses to sell their products and services. Now you can shop 24-7 online at your favorite local businesses participating on loveshoplocalaz.com. Check it out. Before we go, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Wallace Atkins of Wilcox. A native of Rockford, Illinois, Wally was born in 1927. He was an only child. Wally attended Rockford schools and, after serving in the United States Army Air Corps, the University of Illinois. He spent much of his adult life involved in real estate and construction in Rockford and neighboring communities, and later started his own companies. Wally was a proud member of the Grand Lodge of Ancient Free and Accepted Masons of the State of Illinois, and was a master mason of the 32nd degree Scottish Rite. Everything and everyone was of interest to him. There were no boring life stories in his world. He never stopped exploring everything life offered. Skiing and sailing were early passions, later replaced by travel. He studied languages all his life. The fact that he was never able to master another language was a disappointment to him, but never an impediment to his pleasure in trying. Music, in all forms, was his lifelong joy and solace. At the age of 92, he was taking piano lessons. His greatest regret when leaving Illinois to relocate to Arizona was that he would be losing his evenings attending performances of the Rockford Symphony Orchestra. He will be greatly missed. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Wally's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. Join us again on Wednesday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit NABUR.myheraldreview.com.